Blog Talk Radio. This episode of The Drum is brought to you by 15 Hertz and the Marcus Graham Project and is sponsored by PepsiCo, Beats Electronics, and Usher's New Look Foundation. Don't click that button. Greetings and salutations. I am Derecy Namori. Hello, everybody. My name is CJ Paisley. And we are 15 Hertz. Indeed, indeed. We have a great show for you guys today. We have a very special guest that we will introduce to you right after we get down playing this song. So definitely stay tuned. And directly, what song do we have? We have Bon Jovi living on a prayer. (laughs) (laughs) All right, then, stick around. Agency and 
and we've moved into this wonderful space that you guys are here with us about three and a half years ago. So happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Yes, wonderful space. I love the glass. Like, the first time we, I got here, I was like, oh, my God, there's windows everywhere, windows everywhere. And it's in a great location, downtown Dallas, Victory Park, you know. So I think that's awesome. That's really awesome. TM Advertising moved into this building under your leadership, right? Yeah, we sure did. Yeah, so that's awesome. Great, great. Yeah, it was one. very different than our old building. Our old building was filled with offices and cubicles and kind of dark. So our criteria was an open workplace with obviously porch sealed ceiling windows and staircases that have people access. And um, it's a little different because it's very open, as you can tell, with uh, no, no offices. Mm-hmm. And that was a little different for everybody, but... It was a pleasant surprise when everybody came. It was like Christmas morning. Yeah, I didn't even realize there's not there's no doors really. Right. There's no place where you can close and just no. everybody's open and equal. Okay, yeah, cool. My office is open. There's no wall there. Yes, and you're right by the creative. That's right. That's <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part. <laughs> so how is it um, working like right next to the creatives and being? Uh, just available, um, is it like just an open-door policy to the point where they just come in, say, hey, Becca, how you doing? <laughs> All the time, actually. Um, and actually, that was a strategy. So when we first designed the space, they had my office upstairs, like, above everyone, which I thought was really strange. I said, no, I want to be in the heart of everything, and the creative is really the heart of what we do. And I would argue everybody in the, in the agency, every department is creative, uh, media or digital or our social group, our account people, our project managers, production. So everybody's got a creative plant and uh, bring their own creative twist to what we do. So um, I like to think of everyone as creative, but I do love being around the, the heart and soul of the agency. Yeah. Okay. As a SEO, how important is it to dive into your own personal creative side as CEO <laughs> to, to better the company as well? I'd like to think I have a creative side, but I don't really. I think I'm creative, but I don't have the actual skills. Um, <laughs> Actually, I, I do, ironically, I have a, a bit of a right brain. My mother was an artist. My sister's an artist. Um, I think my son's been an artist. But while I, I certainly am not an artist myself, I, I love the, the ideas of um, creativity, and I can I think I can spot them well, though our creators might argue. Um, so it's just, it's absolutely just comes from, from within, and I don't think I could work in an environment that wasn't creative. It's also a little bit of a... Of a the changed element all the time, and it's a bit of a frenetic industry. Yeah. But I think for those who are ADD like myself, it's a wonderful thing, and I can't imagine doing the same thing every day over and over. And I don't we've ever had two days in a row that the same. So that's the beauty of our business. Oh, wow. Wow. So I know you've been in this building for uh, about three and a half years now. Yeah. Uh, and then you mentioned your last location. Just out of curiosity, where, where was your last location? Uh, like old secret? <laughs> <laughs> it was an older bank building downtown that was just less than desirable. I will not name names. Yeah. As you know. <laughs> so just to add on to that question, so now TM is considered one of the best places to work according to Ad Age. And um, did you see the transition in the work ethic or the transition of people's morale from going from one location to another location like this? Uh, yes, that's definitely part of it, but it's not just the space. It's an attitude, and that started right from the beginning. Um, it was very much not an open-door policy before I got here, and um, it is very much open-door. I think it's just convince the people to really believe it because I say it, and they're like, because I did have an office, so we really did open it up, and um, attitudinally, where everybody's very transparent. 
um, very open to each other's work style. And that's really tricky because you know, we talk about diversity, and usually we're talking about diversity of, you know, race and creed and, and things like that. But really it's about diversity of thinking. Mm. And especially when you're in an environment, there's loud talkers, there's loud talkers, there's people who um, talk too much, people who need their quiet time, need, need to rehearse, people who don't need to rehearse. And everybody's very different. So it's a very eclectic group of thinkers uh, from all the different departments, and that, I think, has really changed. And everyone is very open, and it's not my way, it's our way. And there's a great deal of respect for each other and their work style, even if it's not my work style or somebody else's work style. There's no one way to attack something, and I think that's what makes the product better. Nice, nice. So here... For everyone who's just now tuning in, uh, myself, CJ, and Derezny Moore have been given the opportunity to work out the TM Advertising Agency. Thank you, Becca, for that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and just being here, um, it definitely has opened our eyes. And just when you mentioned diversity of thinking, um, just wanted to know like your perspective on the diversity of thinking, or where do you see it going um, in the near future? Um, and just being here in the building has definitely opened our eyes to that as well. You know, I just think there's a um, a level of respect of people's opinions and styles. And I think it works out. It's really, being in a creative environment, you get some kind of quirky behavior. I'm certainly attesting to that. <laughs> Everybody is very different. And um, some ta- attack with the right brain. Some attack with the left brain. Some are more analytical. Some people um, follow their gut. And all of those things add up to a really great solution. I think if we lived in a world where it was, so linear, we'd never have a creative product. And, I, and, and the world of, of you know where media is going, um, whether it's paid, owned, or earned, yeah. everything is changing. So you have to be open to different perspectives, even different ages bring different perspectives. And so much has happened in the last 20 years, but even all the different age groups, younger you know, younger people and older people coming together to say, well, you know, that is actually a different way to think about things. And it, and it even affect, you know, can be affected by change at that by age, which I think is really wonderful. So I think we have a broad range of age groups of different backgrounds. Some grew up with lots of money, some grew up with no money. I think that's really, some lived in rural areas, some lived in city areas. So I think all of those things affect your life and affect your perspective, and it helps really, really build Yeah, indeed. I I would actually uh, like to say that. I mean, it enhances the creativity of the overall brand, of the overall company of uh, TM and come from different backgrounds as well. Um, Could I add on to that? So now that we're talking about the future of thinking and how it's moving forward, what about the future of advertising? The one that changes every day? Yes. So, well, advertising changes every day, and that's it's actually really exciting for me because I'm old enough to remember the good old days yeah. when there was TV, radio, and print um, only, and outdoor. Um, so to see, I, I kind of lived through that, that entire evolution. Um, I know I'm only 20, but exactly, I'm just turned 21, right? <laughs> um, but to see that, I think if I were in that industry where it was just limited, I think it would become uninteresting. So I, I think it's really exciting to be part of this evolution, and I, I'm a content student. And if you're not a student, you, you'll never survive this business because it never, it's not something you learn and then you move on. It's constantly changing because everything is constantly added. So I think it's a really exciting time to be in the industry. I think it's hard, too, um, because I think even though our industry, a lot of 
companies are getting on board and, and, and understanding that. Clients are still thinking, well, there's traditional and there's digital. And there really isn't. I mean, digital isn't a thing. It's, it's like, you know, they're all intertwined. And digital is just a format for a variety of ways to communicate. So it's not, I think digital used to be, was, that was one set of the banner ads. And, and then there was search. And now digital is this huge thing that you can't really separate. It's not traditional and digital anymore. There is no such thing. Definitely. No, that's a, a perfect perfect uh, way to pitch it because we just talked to Marcus Collins from last week uh, about this too as well, and then he had a great perspective uh, just following up from what you said. Um, Was mine better than him? <laughs> <laughs> Either way, it happened here on the drums. <laughs> so uh, good job, you too. <laughs> but um, just out of uh, curiosity, I would like to know, like, what's the best uh, advice that you uh, were ever given um, to lead you to the position that you are in now? Mm, that's advice. Uh, I've gotten so many. One was dress the job you want, not the job you have. You look nice today, <laughs> by the way. Um, I'll never forget that. And also, um, I was asked if I was going to lunch at 7 p.m. This is the old day. It was a little more brutal. Um, but I, I think the best advice, and it's, it's simple advice, and I, I heard it, and then I said it without even knowing it to my daughter. Um, I said, she asked me, I was actually, I had four kids. They're, they're not happy because they're bored because they've been out of the work for a long time and it scares my daughters. 
Because, you know, everyone finds their own happiness, and that's a wonderful um, that's a wonderful job for women who choose to do that job. So I think it's about finding that happiness. Someone saying I would love that, and nothing is more fulfilling to them. Um, for me, that was not that it's not fulfilling, but I would have extra energy. I think I was, I think I drive my kids nuts actually. So I think it's a good thing. Um, but they talked about what they've learned from me as to watch me work and, and to balance and prioritize. Um, my daughter is works at Lifetime Fitness, and she was saying how one of the moms works all the time. And that her son cries all the time because he never sees his mom. So there's the other side of there's the staying home and then there's working all the time and never seeing your kids. And I've worked really hard to find that balance. And when I'm with them, you know, it's full on, so it's them. And um, and they're also here all the time. They like to hear. They like to come here better than anything. I don't know. Yeah, they know what the snacks are in. They know the wind comes in. I probably met them. Making the right choices. For example, 
do an awful lot for them because they actually are changing the world. And they, act, I mean, if I can't change the world myself, I'm certainly going to support an organization that actually has and continues to change the world every single day. In fact, none of us would be here if it wasn't the March of Dimes. We'd all be, have polio or, you know, all these other diseases that no one knows that they've been involved in. So, um, so there's a lot of different ways you can save the world, but I think it's just small, medium, and large ways to do that. And you take your role in the world, and mine has to be in advertising, so that doesn't sound too philanthropic, but it can be. It can be by celebrating your true brand and finding out their beautiful truth and, and celebrating um, charities that you really believe in and, and turning away things that aren't right for society. Yeah. well. On behalf of Marcus Ground Project and 15 Hertz, we want to say thank you because what you all do do here definitely is taking a step towards changing the world. Uh, <laughs> because what, like you all uh, allow Marcus Ground Project to come here every summer, and uh, why do you feel like the MGP of the Marcus Ground Project is great for advertising? Well, I think this program is amazing, and I love Lincoln. And when you first um, spoke to me about it, I thought, well, you know, it didn't dawn on me that. Any any group of people at any age would ever think a certain industry isn't for them, and that was really eye-opening to me. And, and as an industry, we struggle with diversity, and we didn't even know it was our own fault. But that wasn't that we were hunting and looking; it was people weren't considering our industry, and that's terrible. Because how can we be true marketers and true um, uh, stewards of customer insights if we don't have all those different thinkers and types of customers, ages and sex and creed and color and thinking and styles and all those things, this, this big cornucopia of, of people and cultures, if, that's, if there's certain groups that don't even think about us. Um, so, so shame on us as an industry, and I thought, what a wonderful program to enlighten students to say, hey, this is something you really should consider, because this really is a a fantastic industry, and um, it's, I just think it's really exciting. And I think the program, you guys, I always, always, you guys always have the best, you know, talent, and it's it, it high energy. And frankly, selfishly, it helps me when your energy comes into my agency. It gets everybody wrapped up, and it um, reminds us all while we got into this business, even sometimes we forget. So. Yeah, I hear like uh, they they're like we were waiting for you all to come back. <laughs> we just got here, <laughs> you know. So I do see how it does brighten up, you know, the third floor, and you know, we help with the snacks. You know, you're gonna get rid of them somehow, some way. So we do definitely want to say thank you for opening up the doors, giving us a desk, you know, uh, um, computers to use, anything, all these resources that we have, so that we can have a good understanding of what this industry has to offer and our place in it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for bringing the energy. No problem. No problem. If I can ask one more question, I would like to know uh, what is one of your main goals, let's say a 10-year goal for a TM advertising? Talk about destiny. Yeah. You know, I would say in five or ten years, I'd like to double and find We were a very large agency many years ago, and I'd like to be back to that size without losing what we built culturally and spiritually and how we work and the collaboration, you know, I'm fortunate enough to, to be very involved in each account. So I can talk to any CEO. Um, they call me all the time. So I'm very, I'm very high touch. And I never want to lose that. So I want to be, I don't have a magic number, but I want to grow exponentially, but I always want to have that, um, what we built 
clients appreciate that. I think they, they that's why they choose us because we are high touch and it's not like, hey, pitch the business and here's three junior, you know, people to work on his business. I and mean, they really get senior attention and I never want to lose that. So it's that balance between growth and remaining high touch and then I'll know well, uh, I'll be sure to uh, send some uh, recommendations and references. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a question. We've been talking about, you know, your current, the future, but a little highlight on your past. Prior to this, you were working for RAP, um, and I believe you're like the chief officer of marketing uh, over there. So did you see yourself? Here, when you in your past, or even when you graduated, you got a business um, administration degree. Did you ever imagine that you would become the CEO of TM Advertising, this beautiful building in the middle of downtown Dallas? Uh, no, because I swore I'd never work in advertising. That's probably a problem. But um, I, uh, I actually am an accidental advertising person uh, because in my school, advertising was in the business school, so I was business school snob thinking that wasn't for me. It was actually, and this is a note to always, um, always keep that network open, and there are people who really know you, listen to them, because the woman I used to babysit all the time in college, I think I raised this little boy, she's my favorite, <laughs> and his mother said, oh, you need to be an advertising uh, advertising. No, just you go and do this interview. And I loved her, so I interviewed her. And I said, what department? I'm like, I don't know, she's named a public department. She's named research and strategic planning. I thought, well, that's not fair. That's not smart. So I went in and that with them. And um, Marsha Cohen, I'll never forget her, she said to me, and my connection into the agency was the CEO. And I didn't know because I wasn't interested and I was doing the you know, obligatory interview. She said, so, you know Jim Dale? And I said, um, actually, no, I don't know Jim Dale. I don't know he lives with the agency, and I have no intention of working in advertising. And she laughed so hard. Three hours later, I got a job. Wow. So um, two lessons is people who know you really do know you, um, and two, always speak the truth. <laughs> it generally works. So, um, so it, I, I stayed in brand advertising. When I went to Rapid, I ran down at first before coming to CMO and, um, for about four years. And I did that to learn data analytics, but I always wanted to get back to brand side. So when I got recruited from GM, I knew in my heart that it was right. So did I ever predict any of it? No. As I told you, those four kids, they taught me early. You can't predict anything. So um, so it's, it's been a wonderful blessing, and I, I mean, there's no greater job in than what I have. And, and you see it every day. Um, you see how we operate. You see the energy of the place. And, I just find myself really fortunate to, to be able to run it and be surrounded by these really smart, talented people. Thank you, Becca. We definitely uh, appreciate you uh, coming in to sure interview with us. Um, before we let you go, if you could give everyone just one piece of advice. I know you talked about dress for the job. <laughs> uh, but if you could give someone uh, your own advice as far as young entrepreneurs uh, and advertising uh, individuals, uh, what would it be? I would say follow the fire in your belly, not the sand in your head. Um, you really have to go with your heart and your where your where your belt what your belly's saying. Because sometimes you think you'd ask me what your plan was. And sometimes you have this great plan, and if you focus too much on the plan, you lose sight of or you lose that you know that belly talking to you. Say, oh, this might not feel right. And instincts are everything, and you know it. You know it inside of you. And sometimes we ignore it and we make decisions because we think that's what we're supposed to do. Don't do what you're supposed to do. Do 
Because we often deny the voice that's in our head. You know, we, we always, like, overlook or no, you know. Or we're just so used to being on this agenda, this curriculum, this checklist of I have to do this, 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 and that, um, that we forget that things just don't always go your way. Things just don't go according to plan. So I think that was, that was great advice. Well, I'd also say that the voice for your clients as you, as you grow up this business, when your clients say we need to do X, Y, and Z, you're not in the job of taking orders. You're in the job of guiding them. They hire agencies to lead them um, because they're, you know, they're busy and they're, they're, this is only a small part of the day. So when your belly's saying, don't be afraid to speak your mind. That's why they hired you. They hired you for those those marketing creative instincts. And um, speak your mind. Well, that's great, of course. Thank you very much. That is Becca Whitman here uh, on the drum with the Marcus Brown Project. Thank you so much for coming in. Uh, we definitely, definitely appreciate it. We're going to leave you all with a song. Directly, what are we going to play? Uh, we're going to play Closer by Go Off Away. Thank you. <laughs> We're back. 
Thank you all for tuning in to the drum. Be sure to tune in next week. Next week we will be in New York City. Yeah, we'll be in New York, and we're going to be creating a lot of content. We'll be at PepsiCo's. Uh, um, we'll be at their headquarters in White Plains. Then we'll be in the city of New York, going to Havas. We'll be at Moet Hennessy. Yeah. So, you know, just stay posted. Listen, tune in, you know, just every day, because we might be creating content and posting up. New shows every single day. Yeah, be sure to follow our Instagram and Twitter at WeAre15HD. That once again, that is WeAre15HD. And if you're in the city of Dallas and you want to see us in person, come out to the Lemonade Stand at 1409 South Lamar Street this Friday from 5 to 8 p.m. It's Suite 108. We'll have some nice, tasty drinks waiting for you. Indeed, indeed. Until next time, we see you guys later. Have a good one. I right, see you later. Have a good one. <laughs>